Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. Be'ez Hashem. Shalom Bayer Shir, number 321. Uh, one of the basic, most important key to building your marriage is to build yourself as you build your marriage. And the way to do that is to develop midais taivais, proper healthy midais development. Very often, Shalom Bayer's issues, whether younger, when they're first married, and later on, a lot of it is an issue because there was never a real working on the midas development of each one internally for themselves. And then marriage comes, and life is always an ongoing uh, work in progress, but we come really woefully unprepared uh, and thinking that we're whole and we're shalim and we're nice people and our midas are already you know pretty decent going into marriage. And then when marriages, these problems and bumps in the road, we usually attribute it to outside sources, or it's our new husband, our new wife that has these issues. It's not really us. And in reality, it's because we never really developed that character development uh, in our child years, in our teenage years, in, in in that way. And sometimes, you know, you need to experience it in order to work through it, but very often preparation that was there was never there, and that that's part of the problem. Because the truth is, one needs to understand that when you connect to your husband and wife in marriage, it is a tremendous opportunity to grow in your character. That is one of the reasons of marriage, where he puts you in this situation that even though you have, are good and you are good midos and there's a lot of things you know that, that, that are wonderful about you, but everyone has negative midos that they need to work on. And if we're not prepared, what marriage does sometimes is it brings out the worst qualities in each one of us. And um, the Vildagoyen writes down, when it's brought down, it's fa- famous. He said, the purpose of life is to overcome negative traits. And you need to view marriage as that as well. It's a way to work on your character traits and to and to develop them. It's fundamental to all mitzvahs of the Torah. All sins stem from uh, a, an inherent bad midah. It's brought down in the Evan Shlema, the Gura, he brings this down. And in marriage, it's extremely crucial. In raising a family, it's extremely crucial. Positive midahs build a marriage. That is what it is. It builds a marriage. And it's a pleasure to be in a company of someone who has midas that are elevated, that they worked on themselves. And someone who has negative traits and he allows it to, or she allows it to just run loose, it could destroy a marriage or at the very least cause a tremendous amount of agmas nefesh, of distress. So marriage is, whether we like it or not, we don't always like to look at it this way, because marriage is a lot of things and a lot of beautiful things. This is also beautiful, but it's something that uh, people don't like resist it. But it's a midas workshop. So like Pliskin brings this down at, towards the end of his marriage book. And it's really, he ends off more or less with this theme. And it's a very, very, very key theme. You need to learn constant lessons of how you need to develop. And... You know, if, if you're if you're um, around somebody that's impatient and angry or cruel, ungrateful, and 
you know, you could see how terrible the situation could become. While if you're kind, caring, compassionate, and patient, and have a karasatayv and cheerful overall, and have betochen that causes you to become calm and generous, how that could help you. And again, we're realistic. We know human beings are human beings. We're going to have our flaws and our downsides. That's okay. But the goal is is self-improvement. That's very, very important. He said very interesting, a close friend of his was a tremendous Talmud Chacham. And and, uh, someone put together a list that he felt important for a young man to have before marriage. And... um, and they looked at this list and said, I still, I still wouldn't have married if I had waited until I mastered all these wonderful qualities. The person saying this was a Talmud Chacham, happily married, many married kids and grandchildren. Nevertheless, he said this, meaning that one needs to understand that the higher one's level is at the beginnings of one marriage, the better off he will be. But nevertheless, at any moment that you are, exactly where you are now, you could develop your midos, and that could turn a marriage 180 degrees in the positive direction. Developing dice is a lifetime process. Not easy, but that's the key. You need to recognize your strengths, just like you have to recognize your weakness. He brings down from Rebbeinu Yoyna, he talks about it. When you have good dice, you have to strengthen it and master it. Rabbi Ruchan Levavitz brings down, in Chachma Musar, Das, das Chachma Musar, that every person has good midos that he acquired naturally. You need to be aware of those good midos. You need to strengthen them. You need to work on excelling in those areas that you have a natural talent for. And that will allow you to elevate yourself. And when you work on your strong points, you will improve on your weaker areas too. So yes, this two, it's a two-pronged process. You have midos that are not healthy, the anger, the cast, the jealousy, whatever it is, you got to work on it directly also. But another way of help, dealing with it is using your strengths, your good midas, to overcome your weaknesses. You will become aware, for example, of those times that you acted positively and in a healthy way. That will make you more likely to continue to act in that more elevated way. And it becomes a new habit, like the Mishlei in, in Perek Vav, Pasuk Chav Zayin, the Gura brings down, that when you have a way of, when you, when you act a certain way again and again, it creates a new habit. And it becomes a new nature, even though previously you had an opposite nature. You know, you, the Vilna Goyen said this hundreds of years ago. These days, with the science, they show neuroplasticity, where, the, where you actually see in the brain where that, how that happens, where you may have had this habit that was going on for decades even, and then with a certain work, you you reroute that grooves in the brain to other paths, and that becomes your new habit. Tzadok HaKoyim brings down that no Mida is entirely bad. Every Mida has its positive aspect. And you just have to know how to use each Mida the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it. Ramosha Feinstein is known to say to recognize also that every meter could be used for positive or for negative. And by when you're guided by the Torah, you know how to use each meter properly. And the Sefer Archist Tzadikim, it's brought down in the Hagdama there, that to use your meters and how to apply it in all these various situations, there are some meters that you need to use 
very frequently, and there's some midas that you use only infrequently. It's like a situation when you're preparing a dish and you have a lot of ingredients in that dish. For the food to have a good taste, the cook has to use the exact proper amount for each ingredient. You put too much of one ingredient that requires a smaller amount, or you put too little of another ingredient that requires a larger amount, the final product will be ruined. The muscle here is if you oversalt a product or put in too much uh, uh, sugar or whatever it is, or too little of something would also weaken it. You have to know the exact measure of it. So cooks are expert in foods, how to go about doing it. We need to be experts in our own midas and how to go about doing it. Now, marriage, we it takes a lot of shikoladas. You need to know your own life history. You need to understand your wife's life history or your husband's life history. And it varies. So an example, he gives a few good examples here of what it means, how to evaluate your midas as you're interacting. Empathy is a beautiful mida. It is a beautiful mida, and you need empathy in marriage. So, but let's say you, you empathize with your wife. She is in pain and you, you empathize. So you need to express that empathy. But if you overdo it and your wife's the personality that she finds this annoying or condescending at a certain point, you learn that and then you never not empathize. You still have to show, I care and I hope you're okay and feel better. That you have to do regardless. Whether she feels she needs it or doesn't need it, that's regular basic menschlichkeit. You have to show that empathy. But sometimes with some personalities, if you go overboard with that and you talk about it all the time or too much, it annoys your spouse. So you have to know the shikle of how to do it. You may overdo it. Same thing with Akara Sataif. We talk thousands of times in the Shiorim about Akara Sataif and how important it is. And yes, every day, every day or every night work out in an exercise. These are three things I have tremendous occurrence to tell you, to you for the day, what you did. But if your wife is a, or her husband's the personality of if you go on and on and on for 10, 20, 50, 30 minutes just pouring out a occurrence they may feel annoyed or burdened by it, then you know there's a shickle, there's a certain balance. Same thing with Zrizus, right? There's an Indian to be Zrizus, that, you know, you're the type that, you know, you need to get a job done, you get the job done. It's a beautiful character trait. But nevertheless, in some situations, your husband or wife may feel that that's impulsive, right? In other words, you, 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 you start on something, oh, I'm doing it right away. Your wife may say, wait a minute, think three minutes before you do it. So those things require balance over time in marriage, and it improves your own character. Then you know how to use each midah properly. Don't give up on it. And the same thing also for someone that's a mavater. Someone has a soft personality. And it's it's a beautiful midah to have overall, to be mavater, to be mavamidaisa, to overlook things. But your husband or wife may may respect you more if you sometimes stood up for your rights and expressed your opinion in a more, you know, uh, firm way, right? Or the reverse, or the reverse. Sometimes you need to be assertive on things, but your spouse may feel you're aggressive by doing that, right? So there's always that balance or giving a, a space in a marriage. You want to connect, but sometimes they need their own space, husband, his space, wife, her space. Sometimes, your wife wants you to express more concern and caring. And you're being insensitive if you don't show greater sympathy. 
Sometimes you're overburdening them with sympathy, and I need to be left alone now. And you need to understand all of this, and as you grow together, you do understand this better, and you know how to balance all these midas in, in a great way. Right? Sometimes humility is a beautiful thing to be humble. But a husband or wife may look at this humility as a lack of self-esteem or a lack of inner strength. So you'd have to balance that on Nevis also. So all of these things, again, when you really, for people before marriage, they need to try to develop this. But after you're married, you certainly need to develop this. And it applies with all interactions, not just but in all interpersonal reactions, we need, we need to understand this. And you may be surprised. People don't really know themselves. You may discover in your own character midas that you feel you excel in and you thought it was reasonable and then you get married and your husband or wife thinks that that good midah, quote-unquote, is, is, is irrational. You think, for example, you're kind and you're giving and your, your spouse views you as selfish, which is strange, right? And it could be a difference of perception because your view of kindness and giving, you were, let's say, born in a very structured, more strict home where the kindness and giving is reserved in a very reserved way. So you think you're very, very kind because in your reserved world, this is kindness. But your spouse is coming from a more flowing, loving home. And that behavior is not, not necessarily so kind yet. You need to give of yourself more. Or, for example, you think you're calm and patient and your wife thinks you're nervous. So what happened here? It's not that you changed or whatever it is. It's that when you're interacting with other people, they have different definitions and expectations of what it means to be kind, what it means to be patient, what it means to be humbled. And it's a learning experience. It's also learning about yourself, learning what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants for you, and working together through these things, working together through this process. Right? So, you know, you may think also sometimes I'm a kind person, but not when I'm being asked to do something that's so unreasonable. Or I'm patient, but not when it takes so long to get ready or take care of things. Or I'm humble, and there's a limit to what I can take from another person. You thought you were a patient person as a husband, for example, and now you're waiting for your wife to get dressed for a wedding, and it's taking 20 minutes beyond what you would want her to do. All of a sudden, your patience, you're not such a patient person anymore, and you realize this, because now you're put to the test. So, we need to understand this. It's a process. Some days you'll feel wonderful and on top of the world about your midas and your character and the interaction. Some days you'll feel irritable and impatient, and when you're married, the person you're married to also will have their emotional ups and downs, and it's perfectly normal, and but it's very important also. You know, it's challenging when you both feel down at the same time. and uh, or, or it's challenging also when one feels up, one feels down. But at least over there, one can pick the other one up. But the idea behind this is, is that it's a process. It's very important. And working on these things truly, truly makes a marriage extremely rewarding and very deep and wonderful. And that's very important. You need to learn... Like Aristotle Salanta said, you can live with a person for 70 years, with himself meaning, and still not know yourself. And when you're single, very often you do not have a clear picture of who you are. 
Very often you don't. You may have had excellent relationships because you were near people that you had these excellent relationships with. And when you bumped into people you didn't like, you just stayed away from them. Or when you came across a challenge, you ran away. Uh, And when you get married, you're faced with things that you can't run away from that you have to deal with. So when you're working on self-improvement, what you do is you do it little by little, one step at a time, and then ultimately you'll be able to work through everything in a beautiful way. And you will, you will become a masterpiece of your own personality, husband to wife, wife to husband, and each one for themselves to become truly, truly a wonderful people, a wonderful husband, a wonderful wife. And it's very important that to realize that this concept of working on one, one's midas is a real crucial point and tachlis of what marriage is all about. Brachen atzlacha.